1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy,
2: like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk
0: about starting the morning
2: right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. BREAKING NEWS TONIGHT, AMERICANS ESCAPE, NEARLY 200 U.S. NOW IN ISOLATION, POSSIBLY EXPOSED TO THAT DEADLY VIRUS. TONIGHT, MAJOR AIRLINES NOW CANCELING FLIGHTS TO CHINA AS THE OUTBREAK SPREADS. TOUGH QUESTIONS SENATORS GET THEIR SAY IN THE PRESIDENT'S IMPEACHMENT TRIAL AS THE FIGHT OVER WITNESSES COMES DOWN TO A FEW VOTES, PLUS THE NEW WARNING TO JOHN BOLTON FROM THE WHITE HOUSE. Dangerous Inferno, a high rise in L.A. goes up in flames as people desperately try to escape. Tonight, the dramatic rescues as the fire spread. Deadly crash stunning new details. Kobe Bryant's helicopter just minutes from landing when it crashed. Could a key piece of equipment have saved the NBA star and eight others? Plus, the new tribute from Bryant's wife as a teammate breaks down.
1: I haven't felt the pain that sharp. In a while.
2: Secret border tunnel. The U.S. shuts down this high tech passageway used to smuggle drugs in from Mexico. Social Security scam alert. Tens of millions of dollars stolen by thieves posing as FBI agents. The urgent alert you need to know to keep your money safe. Surrounded by strangers. The surprising act of kindness for a veteran who died alone. And second chances, he could have sent these teens to jail. Instead, he put them to work.
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. We're going to begin with breaking news. Nearly 200 Americans now out of the danger zone in China tonight. They are in isolation at a military base outside of Los Angeles, being tested for that deadly virus. But there are reportedly hundreds of Americans still stranded near ground zero of the outbreak. Just as CBS News has learned, airlines from around the world are either suspending or drastically cutting their flights to China, including major U.S. carriers, American, Delta, and United. Well, tonight, the Trump administration is weighing a temporary ban on all flights there. The death toll worldwide has 170, with more than 7,000 people infected. Carter Evans leads off our coverage tonight.
5: Pictures taken during the 14-hour flight show medical personnel and crew in protective gear and passengers wearing masks. The 195 on board were screened multiple times. Ian Thompson is one of the evacuees. Um, they'd come around probably every two or three hours. They were met by medical teams on the tarmac and escorted to barracks for voluntary observation. Dr. Chris Braden is part of the CDC ground team. team. We've talked to passengers who said they've given nasal swabs, were given blood tests. How long will it take to get those tests back to determine if they do in fact have the virus? We think we can do that in the 72 hours. But if some choose to leave before that, the CDC says it can stop them. If we think that um, a person is a danger to the community, we can institute an individual quarantine for that person. And we will. There are still reportedly hundreds of Americans in the lockdown city of Wuhan. Ninji XU arrived 10 flight home, canceled twice.
6: I really don't know how I'm gonna get back. Uh, Worst case, I'll just wait for the travel ban to end.
5: Health officials in the U.S. say confirmed cases stand at five, but they're still looking at 92 others. Today, the World Health Organization said 2 percent of the people who contracted the virus in China have died. The organization issued a warning for the rest of the world. The whole world needs to be on alert now. Now, if any passengers that were on the flight start to show any serious symptoms, they'll be brought here to Riverside University Medical Center. But even if their tests are clear and they're allowed to leave, they'll still need to be monitored for two weeks at home. Nora?
2: All right, Carter, thank you. Tonight, Republicans are increasingly confident that they will be able to block witnesses in the impeachment trial, raising the likelihood that President Trump is acquitted by the end of the week. Now, this comes after an extraordinary day in the U.S. Senate when senators got their chance to ask questions. Nancy Cordes is on Capitol Hill tonight with some of the surprising answers.
7: After sitting silently for more than a week, the jurors had a lot on their mind. Senator Grassley asked, Senator Feinstein asked, Senators ask. Chief Justice John Roberts read their questions aloud from special handwritten cards. If President Trump had more than one motive. The first question was about how they should vote if the president had both valid and invalid reasons for withholding aid to Ukraine.
5: It can't possibly be an offense.
7: White House counsel Patrick Philbin.
5: It would be absurd to have the Senate trying to consider, well, was it 48% legitimate interest and 52% personal interest, or was it the other way? Impeachment manager Adam Schiff disagreed. If any part of the president's motivation was a corrupt motive,
0: that is enough to convict.
7: Defense lawyer Alan Dershowitz had this novel take.
4: And if a president does something which he believes will help him get elected in the public interest, that cannot be the kind of quid pro quo that results in impeachment.
0: The question of the defendant's intent and state of mind is always an
4: issue.
7: Indicted businessman Lev Parnas arrived on the Hill to take it all in. Parnas claims he helped pressure Ukraine to investigate the Bidens on the
2: president's behalf.
4: We have text messages, we have e- emails, to validate everything I say.
2: And Nancy joins us from the hill, so Democrats tried to make the case that in order to determine motive, you need to hear from witnesses. What's the likelihood of that?
7: Well, it looks less likely tonight, Nora, because a couple of key Republicans have announced that they are probably going to vote no on witnesses, but it is still going to be razor tight. There's a strong chance this could be a 50-50 vote, which would force the Supreme Court Justice John Roberts to make
2: the tie-breaking vote. he will have to make that decision, Nora. That would be incredible. All right, Nancy, thank you. President Trump had John Bolton on his mind today at the White House. He took to Twitter to attack the man that he once chose to be his national security advisor. And the administration is moving to block Bolton's book from being published. Weijia Zhang reports tonight from the
1: White House.
0: And today we're finally ending the NAFTA nightmare.
1: EVEN AS PRESIDENT TRUMP SIGNED A NEW NORTH AMERICAN TRADE DEAL TODAY, HE INJECTED IMPEACHMENT INTO HIS REMARKS WHILE THANKING REPUBLICAN SENATORS.
0: MAYBE I'M BEING JUST NICE TO HIM BECAUSE I WANT THEIR VOTE.
1: THE WHITE HOUSE IS lobbying SENATORS TO VOTE AGAINST HAVING WITNESSES SUCH AS JOHN BOLTON AT THE TRIAL. ON TWITTER, THE PRESIDENT SAID HIS FORMER NATIONAL SECURITY ADVISER BEGGED HIM FOR A JOB. AND IF I LISTENED TO HIM, WE WOULD BE IN WORLD WAR Six BY NOW. HE ALSO BASHED BOLTON'S up upcoming book as nasty and untrue. CBS News obtained this letter from Mr. Trump's National Security Council to Bolton's lawyer, saying the manuscript contains top-secret-level classified information that may not be published or otherwise disclosed. But while it was only made public today, the letter is dated January 23rd, the day after President Trump said this about Bolton's potential testimony.
0: The problem with John is that it's a national security problem.
1: And just three days after the White House halted the manuscript, the New York Times reported it says the president told Bolton military aid to Ukraine depended on investigating the Bidens. Tonight, Bolton's lawyer tells CBS News that he responded to that letter the very next day to say they don't believe anything in the book could reasonably be considered classified and they have to resolve issues right away since Bolton could be called to testify about that very material.
2: Nora. All right, Weijia, thank you. Now to some dramatic rooftop rescues in Los Angeles. When fire blew through windows on the lower floors of a high-rise, residents faced a dangerous escape. Eleven people were hurt, one is in grave condition. Jonathan Vigliotti on how the firefighters got everyone out.
4: The flames spread quickly.
1: out of the
4: fourth floor window. This man desperately holding on by his fingertips in a daring attempt to escape. Firefighters say they had to convince several people not to jump. First responders directed dozens of others up 20 flights to the roof where they were airlifted to safety.
5: I could have died. There it was, it was so much smoke. I smelled some smoke and then I heard like a thousand fire trucks and I was like something's not right.
4: More than 300 firefighters battled crowds and flames to rescue everyone inside. The fire began on the sixth floor of this 25-story high rise, just as many were starting their day. The herculean effort of the uh, members of the Los Angeles Fire Department was incredible. The building did not have a sprinkler system, even after a similar fire here in 2013. It's still unclear what caused today's blaze, but investigators are calling it suspicious. And we're here outside Central Command where detectives will work through the night. As for those injured, we're told the youngest, just three months old. Nora.
2: All right, Jonathan, thank you. Tonight, we're following new developments in the helicopter crash that killed Kobe Bryant. His widow, Vanessa, changed her Insta picture to one that shows Kobe and their 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, who was also killed in the crash. Chris Van Cleve on what we're learning about the final moments before the crash.
8: Kobe Bryant's helicopter was only about three minutes from reaching the Camarillo Airport. New video from a doorbell camera captured the sounds of the chopper falling from the sky. With nine aboard for its final flight in worsening weather, the helicopter was flying without black boxes or a terrain awareness warning system known as TAWS. Terrain ahead, pull up. That could have alerted the pilot to the jagged landscape, but the FAA only requires those technologies for helicopter air ambulances.
3: Taws could have helped to provide information to the pilot. It's something we've recommended several times uh, over a number of years.
8: Today, the Lakers practice for the first time since Sunday's crash as tributes continue to flood in, from a heartbroken Los Angeles where murals popped up overnight, to Philly before the 76ers game. Where a bell tolled for each of the nine victims. I
1: didn't want to believe it.
8: And on the court they once shared, friend and former teammate Shaquille O'Neal broke down talking about losing his friend.
1: Haven't felt the pain that sharp in a while. Lost two grandmothers, lost a Sarge, lost my sister, and now I lost a little brother.
8: Outside the Staples Center here, the memorial keeps growing. Take a look at all of the people here paying their respects as we wait for word about a possible public memorial service for all of the victims. And tonight we're learning more about that Lakers practice today. The team saying it was an integral part of their grieving process to come together. Nora.
2: All right, Chris, so many people want to be there. Thank you. Today, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol officials announced the discovery of a remarkably sophisticated tunnel used to smuggle drugs from Mexico to Southern California. It had rails, ventilation, even an elevator. Jeff Begay's reports today's news comes amid a sharp increase in drug seizures at the border.
0: The tunnel runs three-quarters of a mile and is the longest ever discovered by U.S. officials. It started in Mexico and ran under this part of the newly fortified border into the U.S.
8: Here, we've seen an increase in drug seizures.
0: Deputy Chief Aaron Heike says smugglers move everything through the tunnels.
5: It's going to be people, it's going to be narcotics, um, the potential for weapons and ammunition.
0: Ten miles away is another key smuggling route for Mexican drug cartels. Bordering Tijuana, San Ysidro, California is the busiest port of entry into North America. In those buildings on the Mexican side, our sources tell us that sometimes the cartels use spotters to keep track of how the drugs are flowing from Mexico into the US. Drug seizures at US borders are way up over the past five years. Cocaine seizures have doubled. Meth seizures are up nearly 170% in that same time and fentanyl seizures are up a staggering 3,500%. Behind these gates are seized vehicles that have been tricked out to hide drugs in secret compartments. So officers are looking through the vehicle. Pete Flores is in charge of six southern border crossings. Seen compartments anywhere we can think of, in floors and dashes, in gas tanks, in, in the tires that they're running. So the smugglers will try anything? They will. Also putting pressure on Border Patrol agents out here. The apprehensions of more than 850,000 migrants along the southern border last year. That is a 12-year high. Nora.
2: They are working hard indeed, Jeff. Thank you. The government today sounded the alarm about what it calls the most reported scam in America. Social Security fraud. There's been 115,000 complaints in the last three months alone. And as Anna Werner reports, the thieves are sophisticated and scary. Well,
3: I, I was very afraid. MICHELLE AND KYLE ANDERSON SAY THE ELABORATE SCAM BEGAN WITH A PHONE CALL LIKE THIS ONE.
4: YOUR SOCIAL HAS BEEN FOUND SOME SUSPICIOUS FOR COMMITTING FRAUDULENT ACTIVITIES.
3: WHEN SHE CALLED BACK, THEY SAID... And THERE HAS BEEN SOME FRAUD ON YOUR ACCOUNT, AND WE, we FEEL LIKE YOU'RE SUSPECT IN A CRIME. A man told her her social security number had been used by a drug cartel to set up multiple fraudulent bank accounts. That these people were very um, dangerous, that they were watching me, that I needed to do what I was told.
0: And not tell anybody, right?
3: And not tell anyone. To protect the family's assets, he said she needed to wire all the money in the couple's bank accounts to an offshore account. So she did. I drove to the credit union. And I transferred uh, all of our money into our checking. The couple lost $150,000. Money we had worked our entire lives to save. Anderson testified at the Senate hearing today in Washington about the scam that has cost America's seniors $38 billion.
4: Americans trust our agency and our employees, and we cannot allow swindlers to erode that trust.
3: Now Kyle Anderson wants to
0: warn others. Maybe this happened for a purpose. Maybe it happened to us so that we could help others.
3: Anna Werner, CBS News, New York.
2: For the third time in two weeks, the Pentagon has raised the number of American service members listed as injured in Iran's recent missile attack on a base in Iraq. The military now says 50 troops sustained traumatic brain injuries. That is 16 more than previously acknowledged. In all, 32 troops have been treated and returned to duty. Now to a big catch on thin ice, more than 500 fishermen got stranded low in Siberia after it broke off from an island and began floating away. Some men used broken ice as rafts to get back to shore. Most waited nearly seven hours to be rescued. One more reason, I'm not going to Siberia. In Northern Illinois today, hundreds turned out for a final salute to a man they did not know. Vietnam War veteran John James Murphy died with no known family members to bury him. He had been living in a nursing home. Well, a funeral director organized today's memorial and saluting many veterans came from all across the country. Murphy, a former Air Force Sergeant, was laid to rest with full military honors. So there's a restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky, where the special every day is redemption. Adriana Diaz takes us there.
9: How y'all doing today? At Barry's Cheese Steaks, Barry Washington, the owner and a pastor, greets everyone. But it's the helping hand he extends to his employees that's his real mission. Many have done jail time.
0: We gotta quit looking at everybody as a problem. And we gotta look at a solution.
9: You're a pastor. You usually preach at church. Yeah. But it sounds like you've brought church.
4: Brought church through the cheese steak.
9: These are his latest converts. Teenage brothers, Sean, Rodney, and DJ who he first encountered when they were throwing bottles at cars from a nearby balcony.
0: I felt I had enough. And so I just used that method, throwing the hands up, trying to tell them, listen, I just want to talk to you mm-hmm. when you come down.
9: You guys thought you were in trouble? Yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to police on
3: this. He gave us a long, long, long speech.
9: He told them he was no saint either. Years ago, he dealt drugs and was homeless until prayer and a stranger's kindness changed his life. He never did end up calling the cops, instead.
0: I said, I want to give you a chance,
4: teach you how to cook, give you a job. Let them fries get good and done though.
9: Now, most of the boys' free time is spent here, under Washington's mentorship.
4: I just feel
3: like he gave us a better choice to make money, because some people are selling
2: drugs, stuff like that. I guess he don't want to see us take the same route he took.
9: Mission accomplished. Adriana Diaz, CBS News, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm.
2: Instead of sending them to jail, he gave them a job. Kudos. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, the guests who wouldn't leave, how San Francisco learned to love and celebrate them. And if you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Washington. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Good night.
6: And not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It On The Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It On The Fame early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
5: A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, early and ad free on Wondery Plus.